2: You are listening to The Therapy Podcast with your host, Schloimi Balsam.
3: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Therapy Podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing group psychotherapy. We did do an episode a little while ago on the ethics of group therapy. So now we're going to get cut into the, the meat and potatoes of it and how exactly does it work? What are the advantages of group therapy over individual therapy? You know, originally going into this, I thought that you know individual therapy is better. You get the, that individual attention. Uh, you have the full hour all to yourself. You know, however long the session is, um, you don't need to share the spotlight with anybody else. But the truth be told, the truth is, and truth be told, uh, it's a nice combination. The, the truth be told, there are advantages to group therapy uh, in ways that make it makes it superior to individual therapy. Um, let's break it down. See if. What these perks are, um, what scenarios would determine when to terminate group therapy? Uh, What do do you do when there are, like, people in the group who are getting along with each other? How do you utilize the group? Because essentially, these members together are going to help each other with this therapeutic process. It's not just the facilitator, not just the therapist. It's you and all of your friends sitting in a circle, or around a table, however you want to do it, um... Opening up and supporting each other. Essentially, AA Alcoholics Anonymous and every uh, anonymous institution is a group therapy. And, you know, there's a reason why there are so many of them, and there are serious, serious positive results from it. That support, the camaraderie, goes tremendously to tremendous lengths. It really, really helps. Group therapy is defined as a psychotherapy in which There's one or more therapists that treat a a small group of clients together as a group. You could be using art therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, interpersonal therapy. It's usually applied to psychodynamic group therapy where the group context and the group process is explicitly utilized as the mechanism of change by developing, exploring, and examining the interpersonal relationships within the group. That's something that you do not have in individual therapy individual therapy it's you and a therapist and you can't play off of other members of the group you don't have that ability you don't have that interpersonal aspect historically group therapy started in the first half of the 20th century on the east coast of the United States of America with uh, a Joseph H. Pratt Trugent Burrow and Paul Schilder they presented this idea to the APA And after World War II, it got further developed by Moreno, Samuel Slavson, Hyman Spatnitz, Irvin Yalom, and Lau Ormond. Particularly, Yalom's approach to group therapy has been very influential, not only in in the U.S., but across the world. One of the early developments in group therapy was the T-group, or a training group. Some people would call it a sensitivity training group. Human Relations Training Group or an Encounter Group where a group of psychotherapy um, participants, usually between 8 and 15 people, would learn about themselves through their interactions with each other. They would use feedback, problem-solving, role-play to gain insights into themselves, others, and the group as a whole. It was pioneered in the mid-1940s by Kurt Lewin and Carl Rogers. We did an episode about him and his colleagues as a method of learning about human behavior in what became the National Training Laboratories, also known as the NTL Institute, that was created by by the Office of Naval Research and the National Education Association in Bethel, Maine, in 1947. So this is where group therapy kicks off. Moreno developed a specific and highly structured form of psychotherapy, uh, group therapy, known as psychodrama. Although you could do psychodrama without the group setting. Um, Another recent development in the theory and development of group psychotherapy based on an integration of system Um, is the the systems thinking is SCT it's a systems centered therapy which sees group functioning um, with the principles of cystic dynamics of the system dynamics SCT emphasizes the need to recognize the phases of group development and the defenses related to each phase in order to make sense And influence the group dynamics. Often you'll see this with a a family coming together to understand the the system of therapy. We we did an episode on systems dynamics also. This is where you you try to look deeper into the roots, the family roots. Uh, Where the issue that you're dealing with right here. What's the core issue in the family? So this involves a discussion between the different family members. Understanding each other and understanding where they develop their issues, which may be being passed down generation to generation. You could even uh, tag up four or five generations. And it's fascinating to watch as you find a pertinent issue that's plaguing a family today that sprouted, you know, it could be a hundred years ago. Now, Irvin Yalom proposed a number of therapeutic factors, uh, originally termed curative factors, but they renamed it therapeutic factors in the fifth edition of the theory and practice of group psychotherapy in 2005 the first on our list of therapeutic factors is universality this is the recognition of shared experiences and the feelings among group members and that this could be widespread or universal human concerns um, this serves to remove a group member's sense of isolation it validates their experiences it raises their self-esteem this is that chance to realize that you are not alone when you come together and one, one person finally builds up the courage um, through the trusting environment that surrounds him and he's able to see that when he says his issue, his concern, the thing that's like really plaguing him, he realizes that there are people in the group who have the exact same thing and they know people who have the exact same thing or they relate to it in a positive way or something similar to what he has. It, it, it's a life-transforming experience. Which also, you might not have an individual therapy because the therapist is only experienced what he has experienced while you have, when you have 20, 30, not 20, 30, five, five to 15 people in a room, there's a much greater chance of serious empathy, of another experience in this room that matches what's being shared by this group member. The second curative factor is altruism. This is where the group is... Um, The group is a place where members can help each other. And the experience of being able to give something to another person, it can lift your self-esteem. And helps you develop adaptive coping styles and a bonus of interpersonal skills. So besides for the person who's receiving all this love, trust, and support, uh, validation, everyone who gives it, you know the famous quote, "You, you get more than you give, but it's true. You gain a massive dose of altruism by participating in someone else's issue the third therapeutic factor is the installation of hope you see in a mixed group that has members at various stages of development or recovery a member can be inspired and encouraged by another member who has overcome that problem which which they're still struggling and you can look at the guy across from you and we definitely see this in aa meetings where someone will show up and you know, in AA, everyone's suffering from alcoholism. So if one person gets up and says, I was exactly where you were, or I was worse than you were, and today I, I'm happy with who I am, and I, I live a, an excited life, a rejuvenated life. I Rehab was like the greatest thing in the world for me. I'm recovered. I'm able to help people. I live a functional, productive day. And that to be able to hear that from someone who is coming from where you are gives you the most valuable product on the market it gives you hope yellow also teaches that in group therapy you can get something called imparting information this is one of the aspects of group therapy While this is not strictly speaking a psychotherapeutic process members often report that it's been very helpful to learn factual information from other members in the group for example uh, about their treatment or about access to services so just having people around who know things And having a a broader discussion, a therapist can only have a certain amount of information at his disposal. He can only know of of a certain amount, a limited number of resources while you put 10 people in a room and you'll get more information available. Next, we have the corrective recapitulation of the primary family experience. The members often unconsciously identify the group therapist and other group members as their own parents and siblings in a process that is a form of transference specific to group psychotherapy. The therapist's interaction can help group members gain understanding of the impact of childhood experiences on their personality, and they may learn to avoid unconsciously repeating unhelpful past interactive patterns in a present-day relationship. In a way, the group members become their siblings, and the leader, the facilitator, the therapist, becomes a parent figure. And by living through an experience where they can relate to someone in the way that they could um, relate to a family member. They could compare notes to how they actually experienced um, their relationships with their biological family, close family members. And they could study and understand what happened in that relationship. That's still affecting me today. What can I do different? What can I do in the future? and they can reprocess their childhood or even current state of relationship with their family. Another tremendous therapeutic factor is the development of socializing techniques. Group setting provides a safe and supportive environment for members to take risks by extending the repertoire of interpersonal behavior and improving their social skills. In in individual therapy, you could be as socially off as you want. No one's going to call you out on it because your therapist will validate that and work with what's here. While if you have, you know, seven, 15 other group members and you haven't stopped talking in the last 15 minutes, someone's going to call you out on that uh, nicely or not so nicely. But he's not the therapist. He doesn't have to follow uh, any code and they can point it out in a way that a therapist can't. And you can have conversations, uh, learn when to talk, when to stop, when to listen, how to listen, how to uh, positively provide constructive criticism, or how to offer support. Next, there's imitative behavior. One way in which a group in which group members can develop social skills is through a modeling process, observing and imitating the therapist and the other group members. For example, sharing personal feelings, showing concern, and supporting others. There are people who have never opened their heart; they have never been vulnerable in their life. Uh, either they've been trained societally not to or that's just their predisposition genetically but when you're surrounded by people and everybody's opening up at first it's very challenging for the uh, introvert and people like that but as time goes on you learn from the people around you how to be more open how to be bigger greater and you can imitate the positive attributes of the people around you through these discussions through these interactions next we have cohesiveness It's been suggested that this is the primary therapeutic factor from which all others flow. Humans are herd animals with an instinctive need to belong to groups. Personal development can only take place in an interpersonal context. A cohesive group is one in which all members feel a sense of belonging, acceptance, and validation. This develops as um, each session passes Um, There's more cohesiveness every time in a healthy group therapeutic environment. Uh, But even by the end of the first session, there is a a oneness that binds every member of this group. And it's a a very, very special thing. And that allows us to be human and to belong. We also have existential factors. Uh, Learning that one has to take responsibility for your own life. And the consequences of one's decisions. There's also catharsis, which is the experience of relief from emotional distress through the free and uninhibited expression of emotion. When members tell their story to a supportive audience, they can obtain relief from chronic feelings of shame and guilt. This is catharsis, the purification and purgation of emotions, uh, particularly pity and fear. There's a renewal and restoration that we can glean from group therapy. There's also the interpersonal learning aspect where group members achieve a greater level of self-awareness through the process of interacting with other group, with others in the group and who give their feedback on the member's behavior and impact on others. I wouldn't say that the other group members are more uh, observing than the facilitator, but it it's a totally different feedback when it comes from a peer rather than a... Therapist. Now, while a therapist does aim to be something of a peer, there's also an agenda and um, something of like a, a leader aspect to it. And the other members of the group are able to give a totally different... Uh, it's nuanced, but it's, it's a very different feeling in their feedback. And they can provide self-awareness. Sometimes it's its a comment which a therapist would never say. It could be a totally inappropriate context—a uh, co- comment in that context... Yet it might be exactly what this member needs to hear. And last, we have self-understanding. And this factor overlaps with interpersonal learning, but it refers to the achievement of greater levels of insight into the genesis of one's problems and the unconscious motivations that underlies one's behavior. Group therapies can be done in a hospital or this would be for inpatients as part of their um, psychological rehab repertoire, but um, besides for just talking therapy, the uh, group therapy uh, it's in an institutional setting can also include group-based expressive therapies like drama therapy, psychodrama, art therapy, and uh, non-verbal types of therapy such as music therapy and uh, dance or movement therapy. There is a form of group therapy that's been reported to be effective in psychotic adolescents and recovering addicts. Projective psychotherapy uses an outside text, such as a novel or a motion picture, take a movie, to provide a stable delusion for the former cohort and a safe focus for for oppressed and suppressed emotions or thoughts in the latter, in Recovering Addicts. So, psychotic adolescents can find a safe focus for... They can find that stable delusion in the movie, in the book, in the story, while... Recovering addicts can find a safe place to express their, to meet their repressed and suppressed emotions. Patient groups, they read the novel or they sit around and watch a movie. Then they participate collectively in the discussion of the plot, the character motivation, and the author motivation. In the case of movies, the soundtrack, cinematography, and background are also discussed and processed. And under the guidance of the therapist, defense mechanisms are bypassed By use of signifiers and semiotic processes, the focus remains on the text, rather on personal issues. This was popularized in a science fiction novel, Red Orcs Rage. Group therapy is now often utilized in private practice settings. Group analysis has become widespread in Europe, especially in the UK, where it's become the most common form of group psychotherapy. There's interest in Australia and Russia and Africa also. In 2008, there was a study um, that found that individual therapy could be slightly more effective than group therapy initially, but those differences seemed to disappear after six months. There was uh, clear evidence for the effectiveness of groups, of group therapy for depression. Um, there was a study of, it was like a meta-analysis of 48 studies that showed that there was an overall effect of 1.03, which is cl- clinically highly significant. There's another meta-analysis of five studies of group psychotherapy for adult sexual abuse survivors that showed moderate to strong effect sizes, and there is also good evidence for effectiveness with chronic traumatic stress in war veterans. There is less robust evidence of good outcomes for patients with bipolar personality disorder, with some studies showing only small or moderate effect sizes. The authors comment that these poor outcomes might reflect a need for additional support for some patients besides for the group therapy. Most outcome research is carried out using um, time-limited therapy, which diagnostically homogenizes groups. However, long-term, ag- intensive, interactive group psychotherapy assumes diverse and diagnostically heterogeneous group membership. And and open-ended timescale for therapy. So good outcomes have also been demonstrated for this form of group therapy. There's a tremendous advantage to group therapy in that it is financially cheaper. Uh, You don't have to pay for a personal therapist. Besides, you get all of these perks of group therapy, which you can't under, under, under evaluate them. They're tremendous. Um, Some people can gain from both individual therapy on the side, and then you could even bring up the discussions you had with your individual therapist in group therapy and have the the group give you their feedback so you could reap benefits of both. This is definitely something which is going to popularize, in my opinion, um, in the future. It's useful. It's awesome. And it's for the right clientele. It's tremendous. And uh, yeah, we should only get more information, more studies and develop it further This is a tremendous asset to the field of mental health. I hope you enjoyed and learned something. I know I definitely did. Thanks for learning with me. Feel free to uh, shoot me an email at at askmetherapy@gmail.com. As always, uh, stay tuned. We'll try to keep them coming. Have a wonderful day.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.